With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Block Talk Radio. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, Once again, it is Tuesday night, 9.30. That could only mean one thing. It is time for the best damn sports show in the country. You are listening live to Dead End Sports. I am your host, 12 Kyle, and once again, this is Dead End Sports. Make sure that you check us out. Check us out on Twitter. If you have a Twitter account, check us out at Dead End Sports. Also, check out the website, deadendsports.com. We're going to be bringing it hot and heavy to you tonight. Uh, we're going to be covering the uh, NCAA uh, football, college football from this past weekend. We're going to be covering the NFL. We just wrapped up week six of the NFL. A little fantasy football talk. Uh, like I said, NFL talk. We might even throw some NBA, maybe some major league uh, playoffs in there as well. Uh, make sure that you tell a friend to tell a friend that Dead End Sports is on the air again. Uh, so without further ado, let's bring in tonight's co-host. Uh, you guys know them from uh, Dead End Hip Hop. Uh, you've seen them all over the Internet. Uh, they are really, really worldwide. Let's bring in my boys, uh, BZ and my man Ken and FIFO. Fellas, what's going on? What's up? What's up? What's going on? Chilling, chilling. What's good, man? What's good? Uh, oh, man. Sitting here. Another, uh, another, another weekend in the books and sports, huh? Yeah, man. Uh, week six is, is is in the books. Uh, week seven, week six for the NFL, uh, week seven for uh, college football. Um, so yeah, it, 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 the, the season is, man, about almost, well, not quite halfway over, but we're, we're coming down the home stretch. We're coming down the home stretch in a little bit, man. Yeah, I know. It goes by so fast. We anticipated so much. And then you look up and like, man, playoffs, I mean, that's going to be going in a minute. So, yeah, know. man, I, I thought we were going to have to issue our first, uh, dead end sports fine because my man FIFO just got on the line, man. FIFO, what's up? Uh oh. My, my bad, man. You know, man, look, <laughs> Kendrick had me fucked up for a minute, man. Uh, <laughs> you know, Kendrick, man, did y'all hear that? Did y'all catch that though? Yeah, I caught I, it. I caught it. Man. I didn't see it. What we're talking about is uh, right now the uh, EBT. I mean BT. Uh, Hip hop. What's going on right now? Um, uh, I heard about Kendrick Lamar's freestyle. Uh, before we even jump into sports, man, what do, you, what do you guys think so far? What you say? I, I haven't seen it. I'm DVRing. Going to check it out after the show. Um, what have you? What do, what do you guys thought so far as far as uh, the BET Hip Hop Awards? Uh, Crooked Eye. Crooked Eye went in. Crooked Eye was okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I like. That. I like Crooked. Crooked Eye and Royce Five Nine. They 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 went in on their Slaughterhouse House joints. I, I'm loving. And then Kendrick Low Key Afro went in on his too. He did. You know, pe- people didn't keep that CL Smooth that CL Smooth line he was saying. But that was dope, man. And of course, Kendrick Lamar just 
it's amazing the stuff that he's accomplished so far, but he still sounds so hungry. You know what I'm saying? Like right. he got something to prove. So, yeah, man, I thought that was dope so far. <laughs> you know what, man? I'm going to compare, and this is going to be crazy. You know, I always say something crazy. But I'm going to compare Kendrick's verse to a Martin Luther King speech. And the reason why I'm going to say that oh. is because, uh, <laughs> no, for real. No, real talk, real talk. Because Martin Luther King would cuss you out in the most appropriate way without cussing you out, man. Mm-hmm. Like, like, whenever I read a letter from him and how, like, when he was being oppressed and being held in jail, I was always mm-hmm. so amazed. Like, yo, like, like you cussing these white people out. But you're so articulate and so correct that it, you, it's undeniable. And, and for me, that, that's how I felt about Kendrick's verse. It's like, it okay. was so appropriate, you know what I'm saying, and, and how he was talking about masturbating and jizzing on, but without cussing, they didn't bleep that out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I, I don't, man, Kendrick, Kendrick is on a whole nother level. You know what I'm saying? Look, I, I, I said it early in the year. I know I said it on Dead and Hip Hop sometime, somewhere, where 2013 was better than 2012. And yo... It is. It is. We got the control verse. We got rap God. Yep. We got Kendrick's yep. verse again. We got Kendrick's verse on Pusha T. Pusha T album was was was, was better. Like yo, yep. hip hop twenty thirteen is better. It's way better. Definitely, definitely, definitely. You uh, can it be? You guys want to chime on that before we jump into sports? <laughs> oh, we can jump in. We can jump into sports. One thing for certain, Kendrick definitely had a drink that much. Of a... <laughs> oh, you know, man, we we start talking hip hop, man. We'll change this into dead end hip hop all over. Yeah, yeah, we would. We would. Yeah, exactly. And I'll be I'll be trying to pick y'all brains about a verse that I heard or something like that. Uh, make sure you check out the website, uh, Dead End Hip Hop. Excuse me, I'm sorry. Well, check out Dead End Hip Hop too, deadendhiphop.com. Make sure you also check out our website, uh, deadendsports.com. So without further ado, um, let's jump into tonight's show, man. Uh, I guess let's start with college football. A uh, big weekend this past weekend. A uh, couple of ga- uh, games really stood out. Um, you know, events as far as like the top 25. Uh, we had some, some a couple of upsets. Um, so I'll start with you, Kim. What what stood out with you uh, this past weekend in college football? Um, let me see here. Besides the obvious, Georgia losing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think uh, first of all, I, I think the injuries just caught up with them. I wanted to blame them a little bit, but um, I, I just had to realize, man, that that they just had like far too many injuries. Um, to key players to really kind of compete and continue to eke out games like that, even though they they had a shot at winning the game, I think it was right. just it was just a little too much. But I think the play calling was was ill at best. I, I thought Mark Rick went for too way too early, so um, so I, I, I didn't particularly care for that. But um, all in all, man, I, I think. Um, no, it was something else. I think I'm missing something else that happened that really kind of caught my eye. But um, but nah, man. I, I you know I've been watching Georgia, man, and and to see them go down like that, you know, was a uh, was a little heartbreaking. And they got punished for it too. Mm-hmm. Um, they dropped eight spots in That's the uh, in the rankings, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 
Um, right now, I think that's really the only thing that I can I can think of at the moment. Oh, and uh, Texas A&M was kind of struggling a little bit too. <laughs> right. They were. But anyway, they, they, yeah, I'm good. What about you, B? Uh, what, what stood out to you this past weekend in college football? Um, uh, besides number five Stanford losing to Utah, um, I kind of noticed like a lot of a lot of the top ranked teams was kind of struggling in the first half. Like, like for example, um, Clemson they were struggling with Boston College. Mm-hmm. I, I thought we was about to be in for an upset, and I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. Baylor they were struggling with Kansas State. It, it was it was looking kind of rough for them, and. Um, Oregon, Oregon kind of started off on the bad foot. Who did they play against? Yeah, I can't remember who they played against. Who they played against? Uh, uh, it was Washington. Uh, Washington. I think Washington. Yeah, Washington. Yeah, they were struggling against them for a second. I thought we were about to be in for an upset, and and I was like, oh my goodness! And then, you know, number nineteen, North Northwestern lost to Wisconsin, unranked, uh, unranked school. So, and uh, of course, you know, it just Michigan losing to Penn State. I kind of I, I I saw that coming for some reason. I saw that I saw that coming. It was like Penn State had too much emotion going on or something. I don't know what it was, but I kind of saw that coming. And um, Texas A&M struggling with Ole Miss. You know, they only put it out by three points. You know, like I said, a lot of these, a lot of these ranked teams are struggling, man. I think what I think we had what a couple of undefeated teams that lost. You know, I know Michigan being one of them, but mm-hmm. I think was, was Florida undefeated too? But they lost number ten. I know Florida teams. had one loss. I think one L. Okay. okay. But yeah, that was the one thing I was noticing, man. Teams were just. I mean, Texas Tech is struggling with Iowa State. I mean, it was it was. It was some struggles and things, man. It just lets you know that football season in general is just brutal, man. And, you know, after week, week after week after week, sometimes you might slip up and you might you might lose to some folks, you know. Mm-hmm. What about you, people? Yeah. What what uh, what stood out to you this past weekend in college football? You know what, Kyle? It didn't stand out to me because I already knew it. I called it last week. What the hell is up with Georgia teams, man? <laughs> said, I said it last week. You said week. that, man. You did say that, people. <laughs> Come on, it, it, it was brewing, man. It just, you know, it, it it never ceased. But you know what? I was talking to Ken, and I was like, look, I do have to give Georgia credit for the fact that they have played a very tough schedule to start out the yeah. season. You know what I'm saying? So it's been brutal. They've done a pretty good job, but you can't. If you're gonna lose, they need to be a heartbreaker. They got you mm-hmm. got to lose by field goal, food play. But you, 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 you can't lose like that. You know what I'm saying? That at home, not at home, on the road, a little bit more understandable in college football because right. home field advantage is definitely big. It's different in college football. And you can't lose that way. And, 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 and that's a little bit surprising for me. With that Georgia loss? Mm-hmm. The way they, they lost. They were, Oh, the way I'm about to say, but the way they, they didn't have their top running backs. I think they was missing. They was missing like two yeah. of their top receivers. So two mean, top receivers, the top running, probably well, arguably one of the best running backs in the country. Best running backs in the country, yeah. Like, but, I mean, but yeah. Twenty points. Uh, I can't really, you know, they they didn't have a top song. Who they so, I mean, be? I'm not I'm not giving them excuses. I mean, you know, you still, players still got to step up step up to the task. Exactly. Exactly. Play, but, exactly. But you know, come on, but, hey, you know. If LeBron James and Dwayne Wade go down and, they, and, the t- and Miami lose about 20 to somebody, what you going to say? Oh, well, they didn't have LeBron. They didn't have their best player in basketball. Like Georgia didn't have Man, one they of their best running backs. Hey, they, still had, they, still had their, they still had their quarterback. Still had O-line. Still had defense. 
And, and Miami yeah, still, got, got, they 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 still got Chris Boss and they got Michael Beasley and they got <laughs> whoever. <laughs> I mean, players gotta step up. Players gotta step up, man. Players gotta step up. That's all. I mean, you're right. That, I feel that you, is so true. That time, is so man, true. You know, so I I, I I cut Georgia a little bit of slack. I'm not gonna go down on them that hard because they didn't and, have and, all the top players. And look, 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 B. Like I said, I understand the loss, but not by twenty something. Yeah, they, and I think that's the thing that kind of we're kind of flipped because they they weren't. I mean, you're talking about a rank, uh, I think Missouri came into the game ranked twenty fifth. So yeah, and to be beaten at home, I mean that. You know, you lose by twenty plus points. That's one thing. Then you lose at home to a, 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 a team like Missouri, that's in the bottom of the top twenty-five. You know, I, I can understand why they fell as far as they did. Twenty-one in the yeah. quarter. Twenty-one in the second quarter. Really? I think. Um, I, I think. I think part of the issue, and I, I heard someone mention it uh, the other day. I think. With the injuries, it just looked like to me Aaron Murray has just put so much on him on his own plate that it's it's going to be kind of hard for him to carry that team, you know, at least until he gets some healthy bodies back. And then, you know, in some cases, like the receiver that he lost, you know, those kids are out for the year. Um, I think one thing that stood out to me, man, was I got to give props, man, to to Mac Brown, man. I, Mac Brown, head coach, head coach at uh, Texas, man. I I thought Mac Brown had. One foot on a banana peel, one foot in the grave. I really thought yeah. like this was gonna, like they were gonna fire. I thought like they were gonna fire him at the game because I, I thought for sure that Oklahoma was gonna come in and blow him out. Um, but you know you got to give it to Texas, man. He, he, he coached him up. Now, do I think Mac Brown's gonna survive after this season? No, I think Texas is still gonna get rid of him. But um, got to give it to him, man. He, he had those guys ready, and and traditionally, at least for the last few years, they haven't performed well in the, in the Red River Shootout. Uh, the annual game is played between Texas and Oklahoma. Uh, huge rivalries. It's, it's, uh, it's, a, it's big for their recruiting, um, for them to get the win, and, and more importantly, it's bragging rights you know, for the next uh, calendar year. So uh got to give props to Mac Brown. I, 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 Mac Brown doesn't make the what-up-though list <laughs> this week you know, for BG, I think, because uh, he got it done, man. And, and I don't think there are very few people, myself included, that – Predicted that they would win. Like I said, I thought I thought Oklahoma would win uh, convincingly, yeah. and the fact that uh, they were able to pull it out. And another thing that stood out to me was uh, Penn State. Man, I, I'm doing what uh, uh, what Penn State has done and, and beating Michigan at home and the way in which they beat them. Um, you know, some may say Michigan gave away the game, but um, you know, I, I tip my hat to Penn State. You know, losing all the scholarships and everything, probation after the whole fiasco with Joe Paterno. Uh, who's now gone. Um, but, you know, Penn State may, you know, they're, they're not going to contend for anything anytime soon, but they're not going to be as bad as we thought. So, um, and they've got some they've got some athletes over there. And, and to to for Michigan to almost have that game in the bag and then kind of piss it away, uh, I don't know yep. if that says more about what Michigan is or what Penn State can be. So um, that, that I think that's a that's one good team to keep your eye on. Keep your eye on Penn State. They're, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna knock a few people down this year. Um, you are listening live to Dead End Sports. You're listening live to Dead End Sports. I am your host, Twelve Kyle, and this is Dead End Sports. We know sports. Rarely do we agree, but we do know our sports: football, basketball, baseball, hockey. You name it, we'll talk about it. Uh, make sure that you tell a friend to tell a friend that Dead End Sports is on the air every Tuesday night at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. In the event you cannot listen to the show live, make, a, make sure that you check out the archives at blogtalkradio.com. 
backslash dead in sports. Um, now, I just mentioned this as far as, uh, you know, having bragging rights. And one of the things that stood out to me, uh, especially as we come down the, the home stretch of the uh, – of the uh, college football season, one thing that you'll start to see, especially in the next few weeks, is you'll get those big rivalry games. Um, obviously, mm-hmm. the Red River Shootout was one. And that was a huge rivalry game. Um, I don't necessarily – I mean, the, the big game this weekend is going to be Florida State uh, at Clemson. kind of hard for me to call – well, I guess it is a rivalry because at one point in time you had uh, the father, Bobby Bowden, going up against the son, uh, who used to be a coach at uh, Clemson. Um but so it, it led me to this question as far as I wanted to throw out to you guys. Um, you know, everybody knows about basketball. You know about Duke and, and, and North Carolina sports basketball rivalries. But, and I'll start with you first, Ken. What is your favorite college football rivalry and why? Um, hmm. You know what, man? <laughs> I, I, I think – I want to say that the, the the Ohio State Michigan rivalry, man, that okay. that thing just seems just like it just runs deep, <laughs> you know, like they just really, really just don't like each other, mm-hmm. no matter what, man, and and you know, I I, I have yet to really kind of you know researched and and found out why, <laughs> maybe uh, B can say, uh, shed some light on it, but. Whenever they play each other, man, it just goes to another level. So whenever I know they're playing, I just want to sit down and watch that game. You know, and I'm not from any anyone. You know, I'm not from from you know Michigan or you know Ohio State. Oh, I think. Yeah, but it, that that robbery, man, it's it's real. It's real every time they play. It's some real ass shit. And and don't sleep on the um, the Iron Bowl, the Auburn and um. And uh, Alabama. Auburn, Alabama. Yeah, yeah, that 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 one gets pretty ugly too. But nah, but it, it's nothing like to me that Michigan Ohio State robbery. Okay, okay. What about you, FIFA? What what uh what what's your favorite college football robbery and why? All right, for me, I think it's a little simple. Uh, it's Miami and Florida State. You know, back in the day, they had always had battles. Florida State, there was always rain. And guess what happened? Guess what's happening this year? You is number ten, top ten. You <laughs> made it. What did I say? What did I say last year? This, this yeah, you did. You did. You gave the props. You know what I'm saying? You jumped up there. We in the top ten, and I, I don't. What? What? When do they play? I know they um, haven't played yet. I, I want to say that's the game. They, you know what? They they moved it around this year because usually it's early in the season. If I'm not mistaken, I don't have the schedule in front of me. I think it's like right the weekend before Thanksgiving. I think that's when it is. And you know what? That that's my favorite, just because you know when I when I really got into football was when I moved to Miami because you know we did, in Chicago man it was all basketball. We I didn't play no football. Right. I didn't understand the rules anything. So when I moved down there. I really, you know, started liking the game, and you know, I was like, oh, okay, I got a couple of skills in this, you know, I could do it. So that's when I really started to fall in love, and that's the era. I grew up in the era of Santana Moss, Andre Johnson, Clinton Portis, okay. Willis McGehee. You know, they were all on one team. I'm like, yo, these boys is balling, and we see what type of NFL careers those three wide receivers have had. Mm-hmm. They, all three of them still in the league producing. You know, so. 
I just what about you? Uh, what about you, Pete? What, what, uh, what's your favorite college football rivalry? Um, me, yeah, being that I grew up, you know, in Detroit, I would say Michigan, Ohio State. But I think after watching the thirty for thirty on Auburn and Alabama, I mm-hmm. think that might have to be that one. <laughs> <I> think, <laughs> yeah. I mean, even though you know I didn't witness it because you know growing up, all I saw was a lot, a lot of other was Big Ten. I mean, yeah, and then the, the U of Miami in the late eighties, early nineties, and you know, that time. But other than that, I mean, I would say Michigan, Ohio State, but damn, we don't hate we don't hate Ohio State like that. Like how Auburn like how Auburn and Alabama hate each other up there poisoning trees and families yeah. separating and stuff. <laughs> right. I mean, damn. I mean I mean, I would say by default Michigan, Ohio State, because I grew up and I witnessed it and I watched it, but I mean, I, I think Alabama and Ohio State. That that I mean, Alabama and Auburn. That that one cuts deep, man. That Iron Bowl. That that cuts deep. It just, it hasn't been the same though in the last few years to me, B. Probably and maybe yeah, maybe I'm still I'm still thinking from when I was growing up and you know hearing about those rivals back you know down there mm-hmm. back then. But yeah, it's probably not as strong now as it probably was twenty you know fifteen twenty years ago. But I mean, families used to literally hate each other. If you was from Auburn and you went to Alabama or something, man, it was crazy. Like, families would disown you. <laughs> like, right. that was nuts. I mean, stuff like that wasn't happening in Michigan. I mean, you know, if, if, your, if your son, if you was an Ohio State grad and your son went to Michigan, you know, well, you know, we're going to kick your ass when we play off, but I ain't about right. to be like, oh, son, you ain't coming back to this <laughs> we decided. <laughs> right, so... I don't know, man. I mean, it'd be a toss-up between those two. You can't pick my pick both of my answers, but yeah, it'd probably be a toss-up for those. Yeah, I, I got. I agree. I think um, you know, I, growing up in South Carolina, the the big rivalry was South Carolina versus Clemson. But it wasn't until like I got out of South Carolina to realize, like, well, actually, no, I take that back. When I got to college, that's when I really, really realized that it really wasn't that big. And then you know, coming up at, during that time in the early '90s. Uh, you know, my favorite is, and I told you guys before, my favorite team is Florida State. So, Florida State, Miami for me, though, because though, I, I really don't care much about Clemson or South Carolina, but Florida State and Miami, those, they, I mean, just epic battles, the wide right, wide left. Um, you know, as a program, I felt like Florida State, you know, that was just our signature game. Um, you know, Florida came along as far as, uh, you know, being a better team uh, once, you know, Urban Meyer got there, what have you, in the uh, mid I say maybe late '90s, early 2000s, um, but that that the rivalry with the and and it's it's always been the barometer. And I think you know those the, as far as recruiting, all of that stuff took place as far as it was a battleground in the state of Florida for the best athletes. You know, in, in Miami, uh, you know, if Florida State could go down there and recruit kids from Miami, bring them to uh, Tallahassee, and vice versa. Um, so I would have to say that's probably the biggest rivalry, the best rival. I think. Um, I would agree. Uh, Michigan Ohio State is tough. Um, surprisingly, one that that's kind of slept on. Uh, maybe it's because of our, our East Coast bias. Uh, USC and UCLA—they don't like each other either. I mean, like there's some really yeah. bad blood. Uh, Auburn, Alabama. Um, here recently, uh, Alabama, LSU. Probably with the probably with the dominance and the fact that they shared, you know, head coaches as far as Nick Saban is concerned. Um, but uh, those those rivalries kind of stand out to me. Um, Pence, well, you know what? USC and Notre Dame used to be a big one. I think because the teams have kind of fallen off, it's not as much as it used to be. But I would I would definitely go with Michigan, Ohio State, 
and uh, Florida State, Miami. Uh, those are probably my top two right there. Uh, you are listening live to Dead End Sports. You're listening live to Dead End Sports. Once again, I am your host, 12 Kyle. Right now, i got my man FIFO, my man B, and my man Ken on the line with me. We are talking sports. We know sports. Uh, don't just listen to the show. Be a part of the show. Make sure that you tell a friend, tell a friend that Dead End Sports is on the air every Tuesday night, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, so now, let's, uh, let's, let's take it over to the NFL. Um, crazy, crazy week seven, uh, a week that saw some teams, you know, come up and have some big wins. Uh, we saw some teams <laughs> leave you scratching your head, uh, starting off with those New York Giants on Thursday night. Uh, I guess I'll let me start with you, B. What, what was uh, what, what stood out to you this past weekend in the NFL? Oh, man. What stood out to me was – what did stand out to me in the NFL? It was um, freaking – I'm thinking of fantasy football. I'm sorry. Yeah, I guess, I, mean, I guess the big elephant. I guess the elephant in the room. Yeah, the Giants going zero and six now. I mean, goodness gracious, who would have thought that be at the beginning of the season the Giants would go zero and six? Oh yeah, another standout. I'm sorry, is a uh, Nick Foles out there balling with the Eagles. It's, it's, I wonder are we about to be in for a, a quarterback controversy, especially if, if granted it was against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but you know if 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 say if they whoever they play next week, I don't, I don't know who they playing next week, but say if they go out and play, a, uh, they play the Cowboys. Or say if they go out there and beat the Cowboys, you know, are we in for a cute, you know, is he, should, uh, should Chip Kelly stick with foes or go back to Vic? Or, you know, it's, it's, I think we might be in for a QB controversy if they do work against the Cowboys, which I don't think they will, but, hey, that's why they play the game. We'll see. So that was a shocker. Nick Foles balling and the Giants going on six. And Eli just loving throwing to other teams again. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to say it because I think Ken might bring it up, so I don't want to take his answer. The next thing I was about to say, but go ahead. <laughs> okay, well, let's throw it over to Ken. Ken, what, what stood out to you this past weekend about uh, it, with the NFL? You better say, say it, Ken. <laughs> <laughs> say that, say that again, Kyle. What, what the, stood the out what? to you this past weekend in the NFL? Ah. Uh. B put the spot on me. I don't know what B thinking I'm gonna say, man. Oh man, we, we 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 watched it together, dude. We saw it together after we got done shooting. Come on, Ken. I didn't want to take. I didn't want to take it. The Houston Texans. Yes. When we was last. Oh was my God, <laughs> man. You were like, Ken was like, "Is that thirty-eight to 6? <laughs> Bro, I I I thought I thought I thought they were showing somebody's uh, receiving yards or something. <laughs> I was like, "Wow, is that really thirty-eight to six? They got mopped up, mm-hmm. and I didn't know Shaw actually. And, and this was kind of messed up, man. Um, you know, he got, he got hurt in the game, and right. you know they cheered. And it, look, look, look. Let me just say this right now: everybody cheering. Tyler Yates is no better. Okay. Mm-hmm. Job is your better best chance at winning, and they're just going through a, a slight bump in the road. You know, they still have Life? a fairly decent team. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're losing Life? what? They lost. Well, they lost four in a row, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> but it's still that's, not over for them. That's a quarter of your season. That's a quarter. Yeah, of but your they went two games. They had five hundred people. I mean, I get that it's a quarter of the season, but they can easily look, look. turn off and win six or seven in a row. Wait, wait. But look, they gave up, first of all, that defense gave up 38 points. 
It happens. You know what I'm saying? They, Sam Bradford looking like a first round pick out there. Only you know but, first time all year. First time all year. And you fail. Matt Schaub as a starting quarterback did not score a touchdown in that game. First of all, Sam Bradford did not look that good. He only had, what, 12 or 16 yards passing? I don't even think right. he threw over 200 yards. They it's just had a bad thing, game. Man. They just had a bad game. It was a lot of turnovers. But what I'm saying is that Tyler Yates, I think, and I know he took them to the playoffs before, I just don't think he's a, he's that that great of an option. You're okay. cheering for Tyler Yates. <laughs> so, I, yeah, and, and much love to Tyler Yates. He 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 proved his worth when shot went down, but right. he couldn't win the game. He, you know when they were in the playoffs. He, he proved his worth. Did he throw two interceptions? He got him to the playoffs because remember when Schaub got hurt last time? Yeah, I, I was yeah. like, yeah, they're done. Okay, okay. okay. I they're you mean, done. You're right. You're right. I thought you were doing it for that game. Right? Oh, no, no, no. I mean, he can, he, can, he can win some games, but let, let's be real. Foster was younger, you know, so he was, you know, people uh, didn't know how to really – I mean, they knew how to defend him. Foster, too. They're finally starting to trust him, and I think they're finally done with this uh, running back, this slight – 60-40 running back by committee. Look, Fox okay. is your best chance of winning. I know Ben Tate has potential, but, I mean, you have to commit to a running back. And I know, look, it's not I, – I just think you have to commit to a running back, and I think they're finally committing to him. And I think he might be healthy and feel a little bit more uh, comfortable running than he was when the season began. I just think it's too late. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, FIFA? What what stood out to you this past weekend? Man, um Kansas City. Kansas City. Yeah. Ah. You know, and, and I know Oakland is not a prolific offense by no stretch of the imagination. But Kansas City did look like a an elite team. And mm-hmm. you know, uh-huh. this is the same Oakland Raider team that beat the Chargers. Right. You see what I'm saying? So, you know, they're, they're not a cupcake anymore. You know, they, they, they can pose a threat, but Kansas City looks for real. And if that defense plays like that, I want to see week 11 if both the Broncos and the uh, Kansas City Chiefs can be undefeated in the same division. That's a big game. That is a big game. That's true, that, and that's that's the game that's gonna. I think we talked about it a few weeks ago. We were kind of trying to figure out whether or not Kansas City was for real or not, and we said that you know it's gonna. We would know how solid that defense was once they faced the machine. And when I say machine, I mean Peyton Manning. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, it, they're still six. They're sitting. Excuse me, still sitting at six and zero. Oh, and I think people have to kind of really to really understand what Kansas City is about. Let's just take a second to look back at where they were last year. I mean, just this time last year, I mean, they were, they, I think they only won two games. Romeo Cornell was the head coach. Not like Romeo. Great coordinator. Um, I hope he gets another shot at the uh, at, at head coaching gig. But he got fired. They unfortunately had that tragedy with Javon Belcher, committed suicide after killing his girlfriend. Um, yeah. I mean, they were a mess. The, the GM, Scott Pioli, got fired. Uh, so... They went from that to being 6-0. and I mean, it's a feel-good story. They bring in Andy Reid. They bring in Alex Smith. And they're rolling. You know, they're 6-0. They're and 
can they keep it up? I'm not sure, but I think, you know, like you said, Fivo, once they play the Broncos, and lo and behold, if they can knock the Broncos from the ranks of the undefeated, because I think, I mean, at some point in time, you know, Kansas City's going to slip up. Um, but I think, you know, that's when we're going to know if they're for real or not. You know, that's I, definitely going to be you know, when we know whether or not they're for real or not. You know what, though, Kyle? I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sure if them slipping up is a slip up. If that defense mm-hmm. is for real, if that defense okay. is for real, then, unless you because Alex Smith could throw one or two interceptions because of the run game and because of that defense, they could still keep it close. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like if that defense is for real. I, I I don't I don't know if they could slip up too much. You know, like I I I think they might go undefeated until they see the Broncos. I really okay. do. So uh, you think you could see two undefeated teams going into that game? Well, when do they play? That. When, when do they play each other? When you know what? Be I don't have the schedule, them, but if I'm not mistaken, it's one. I want to say like in another two weeks, two or three weeks. Oh, okay. it's not far. Okay. Okay. It's not far at all. We see what them boys made of then when they when they go against Peyton and company. Yeah, they um they they get they have Houston Nets, then Cleveland, then Buffalo. Yeah, they they could FIFO's right, they could win the next three games, especially if Shop can't play and he doesn't look like he's going to play, so I mean they right. should eat uh damn the Texans are done. They should eat Houston for lunch. <laughs> hey, wait a minute, Ken, you just said a few minutes ago that you thought that, he, that the season wasn't over. Man, Damn, the Texans are done. I, I, I didn't know that. I thought they were. I thought they were at least gonna play somebody that they right. could get an easy win. But they got to go to Houston, man. Easy that win. that may be their fifth loss in a row. Wow. At, at that point, yeah, like people said, man, that's that's well over a quarter of the season. It's a wrap. You can't. I, I don't know many teams that can come back from that. With a backup quarterback, that is not yeah, better. Nah. Or or bring nah, to a probably start. not. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like CJH, he's not that guy. You know, like like he he is the quintessential game manager that is very limited. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He he has no sparks. It's not like he's athletic. Maybe you can move him around. He's more athletic than Shab, but he is not something special at all. You know, so that that's yeah. gonna be that's gonna be tough for them. Yeah, they gotta get to, they gotta they gotta get to 500. Yeah, if, if if they don't, they they can't lose another game. Not right now. Yeah. Mm-mm. But so yeah, so yeah. Um, by yeah. the time they see Denver, they could easily be what nine and zero. Yeah. And and then think about this too. Week ten is their bye week, so they'll be coming off a bye week facing Peyton Manning. So that's an extra week to prepare, get your mm-hmm. guys mentally ready. That's a big week for them. That's a big week. Yep. That is. Yeah, I is. just yeah, I, I think defensively they'll be okay. Um, I, I just think they need to be able to put up points. And if if Peyton starts rolling, it's, the game's over. I think a two touchdown lead, a, a seal it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I totally agree. A shout out to my man. So what do you um, think you need? How many touchdown lead? Like how, how how many points does Kansas City need to be up? To yeah, I think you probably got to put up at least thirty. I don't think they need to put up. If, if it's a defensive game, I think they could win it. Um, oh, 24, 21 maybe. Yep, that's what I was gonna say. Twenty-five points. The first team to twenty-five points wins the game. Yeah, 
I think. But they got yeah, they gotta they right gotta now. have Denver playing their. I mean, they gotta make Denver play their game. If if Denver mm-hmm. they can't play Denver's game. No, yeah, and you got to slow it down and, and cut down on, you know, you got to win the time of possession. You got you can't turn the ball over. You got to win the time of possession. And you got to limp by winning the time of possession, turning the sticks, converting third downs, and making sure that you limit the number of possessions that Manning and that offense gets. Because if they get, you know, they're, if they get the decisions just like anything else in basketball, if you get your touches, you're going to get shots up. You know, and you got to you gotta limit those as much as you can to be successful. Um what stood out to me this past weekend, um, and the Patriots. I, I, I was I, I was surprised at not the fact that they won, how they won. Um, and, you know, I, I had to sit there and deal with listening to freaking Joe Buck and Troy Aikman, who I can't stand listening to. Um, <laughs> but that's another story. But, um, but yeah, I, you know, because I thought, like, they just kept constant. I mean, we, we all know that Brady doesn't have great receivers. But, you know, he's – but when has – I mean, with the exception of Moss – and these tight ends that he's had over the last couple, well, when Brady, when Brady won, Brady, I mean, he, his receivers was like, I mean, he had Lunch Meat Mumford and, and Willie Johnson out there. I mean, he just has nobody. So, well, you know, I don't know that it's necessarily that he has to necessarily have Moss or Aaron Hernandez or Gronkowski out there to win. But um, the way in which they won on Sunday was, you know, classic Tom Brady. You know, um, I thought Sean Payton and, and the Saints, I thought they took their foot off the gas a little bit toward the end. I thought they thought that the game was wrapped up. And um, yeah, I, you never save with Brady. You you got to you got to you got to throw dirt on him. You can't give him any life because if you do, he's going to he's going to mount a comeback and um that's exactly what he did. He just engineered a drive down the field and, you know, hit a uh, receiver with uh 5 seconds left in the game. So that stood out. that was one thing that stood out to me. This past weekend in the NFL, um, you're listening live to Dead End Sports. I am your host, Twelve Kyle. This is Twelve Radio. Make sure that you check us out. Uh, hit us up on Twitter. Hit up the show at Dead End Sports. Uh, you can hit up the fellas at FIFO F E E F O two four seven. Got to put in the two four seven, right, FIFO? <laughs> <laughs> hit up Beezy uh, at B E E Z Y four thirty. Hit up my man Ken at K B I N G E. You can also hit me up at 12 Kyle, the number one, two, K-Y-L-E. Uh, remember, this show is being broadcast live each and every Tuesday night. So in the event you cannot listen to the show live, make sure that you check out the archive at blogtalkradio.com backslash 12. I'm sorry, backslash 7 in sports. I'm about to get my handle. Um, next thing I wanted to talk to you guys about uh, was big story um, coming into the weekend. Uh, unfortunately, sad story. Uh, we we got the word. I want to say Thursday or Friday um, that Adrian Peterson's uh, son uh, passed away. Uh, his son was a victim. His two-year-old son was a victim of um, being uh, brutally assaulted by a, a friend, a boyfriend of his. I want to call it her, his baby mother. Um, so we he was arrested. Um, and then, uh, you know, Adrian Peterson came out with a statement asking for privacy. From what I, from what we found out later, uh, Adrian Peterson just here recently, probably I think within the last month, um, found out that this child was his. He, you know, told the young lady that he was going to do whatever he could to help her out because there was a question about the paternity. Um, and we found out later that Adrian Peterson had never met the little boy until – he visited him in the hospital on Friday. The little boy passed away on Saturday. 
Uh, as you all know, Adrian Peterson played on Sunday afternoon against the Carolina Panthers. Um, so I'm going to throw this to you first, FIFO. If you were Adrian Peterson, would you have played Sunday? And the next question I have for you, should he have been judged for playing? Um, yes, he should have played. And no, he shouldn't have been judged if this story was out before everybody jumped on the bandwagon to give Adrian Peterson sympathy. You know what I'm saying? Because, um, yeah, you may have been the baby daddy, and if you have not raised that child, you are not the father. Shout out to Maury. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, you know, realistically, the the person that has been raising that person is that person's father. You know what I'm saying? That's... That 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 kid was learning from that dude. That makes him his father. And 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 shout out, you know, to him. You know, my 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 condolences to him for losing, you know, a son. Man, like that that that's you know, he should have played. He should have played. What played. about the judgment? Really no you, you think the judgment was fair? Who are we talking? You know, can I'm talking people. Oh, people. You know. <laughs> The world is the world, man. People going, you going to get stuff from both sides, you know. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I think it was fair. I think he got enough from both sides. So I don't even want to really go into that too much. Okay. What about you, uh, B? Um, I guess uh, coming from you know someone who lost, I lost someone close to me, my mother, and I can't even imagine. You know, like to me, wanting to do stuff because I know how like depressed and 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 sad I was. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't even want to play basketball. I would. I didn't even want to eat or nothing like that when I lost my mother. And uh, mm-hmm. for him to still want to play football, it's like wow. Like it's kind of like a salute to him, but at the same time, it's like, dude, are you crazy? Like you just lost your you just lost your son, dude. Like don't play football. But then at the same time, for him, I mean, I'm just speaking for my for me personally. But I think for him, maybe. Playing football was quite therapeutic for him. I, I don't know. I, I, you know, maybe he was like, "Let me, let me get my mind off this. Let me focus on the game. Let me play some football real quick, blase, blase, or whatever." Maybe he thought that was better for him to do that than to just be, you know, not playing football. So I'm kind of like on the fence with it. It's like, yeah, I lost, I lost someone close, so I know how that feels. I, I, I wouldn't damn sure anything about playing on football if I lost my son or mother or whatever. So, but be, you know, be. But but the son didn't even carry Adrian Peterson's last name. Like AP didn't even go see the boy until that Friday right, that's, before I mean, the Saturday he died. That's true. I mean, he I he had no emotional connection to that boy. Right. Yeah, I'm just speaking. Yeah, I'm just speaking from you know from my, my you know how I would have been said if I lost someone like that. But yeah, you're right. I mean, yeah, he didn't have no connection with the son, so maybe he was like, well, I'm not pretty sure he didn't brush it off. But you know, I, I see where you're going, people. But I'm just speaking from. For myself, I think that's crazy. Still play. What about you, Ken? Where 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 you stand on this? You know what? As 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 a father, um, you know, uh, obviously, if I would have known, you know, that I had a relationship with the kid, and I think that's kind of key in this story a little bit. Um, if I had a relationship with my kid, I'm, I'm not playing. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm not playing the game. There are things bigger than football. And I think Peterson playing 
to me shows that he obviously because I think if he if going back to what people said, if he had a relationship with that kid, with his son, he would not have played. Nope. Okay. But I think because he because there were so many uh, issues leading up to it, you know, is that my kid? You know, we're gonna do a paternity test. Like, I don't know. You know, you trying to, you know, I think with all of that going on, he, you know, he thought he, he could easily think that is somebody out trying to get him, trying to get him caught up. Right, right. And, you know what I'm saying? So I think he never made the. Well, I can't speak for him. So I think that that had a lot to do with that. Now, for me personally. Regardless of whether I had a relationship or not, I still don't think I would have played. Because, like I said, I still think that there are things bigger than football. And because, it was, you know, it was a story and you got everybody coming up to you saying, oh, man, you know, uh, sorry about your loss. It's just too much to deal with to really get on the get on the football field and play because you're trying to really sit there and like you know and and say thanks and do all of this that and the other and he you know he he may have really been a little bit indifferent with it but he still can't just brush it off so right you know I I, I think I I would not have played I think that as far as him receiving the heat for it I think people don't know the full story. So they think that, like I thought when I saw it, that he has a connection with the kid. So without having full context, you can be like, "Oh man, that's messed up. How are you gonna go out there and play football?" You know. So, um, but nah, man. I, I you know, I've, I've often thought, you know, before um, I had a kid and you know, and all the other stuff, man. I always wonder how I felt that somebody came up to me and be like, "Yo, <laughs> got a surprise for you," you know. <laughs> surprise. <laughs> you know, so. Huh? But you know, without without no disrespect, like that kid literally was a bill to Adrian Peterson, and that was it. Ah, that is disrespectful, FIFO. But I'm saying, but, that, but, that's but, not a that's not a it, no, it's, it's, no no. But the thing is, is that Adrian Peterson's actions spoke louder than anything he could have said, bro. That's that. What, no, no, I, no, 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 no. That's man. not that's not a bill to. To Adrian Peterson, we don't know whether or not. Say, for instance, and here's why I'm saying this. Say, for instance, that he finds out that the kid, the maternity test comes back, and it is his kid. Now, let me let me ask this: Did the paternity test? Okay, it so it is his kid. kid. All right, so he found out that it was his kid. What a couple of weeks ago, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is relatively new news to him. So right. we don't know that. We don't know whether or not he would have developed a relationship with that kid over time because she just coming out of nowhere and just saying, hey, you know, I I didn't been meaning to tell you, but, you know, uh, here's yours. You know, so that's still a shocker. So he has to take time to, first of all, figure out how he feels about it and then start reaching out and start to build a relationship for her. Now, you might be right. His mindset may have been, Damn, I should have strapped up. Now I got to pay all this child support. And it may have been a bill for it, but it's hard to say that because it was so new. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I, I, everybody's made you know great what? points, I, man. I, I try my best not to judge Adrian Peterson or any man because I don't know the situation. I don't know what kind of relationship he had with this young woman. Um, 
I know that Adrian Peterson had a, a four, he has a four-year-old son from another relationship. Um, and from to my knowledge, he's not with the mother, but he does take care of his child. Uh, that being said, it would have been hard for me. And, and, but I'm, I, I can only put myself, I'm a father of four, but I've spent every day of my children's life with them. So I've never had, you know, thank God, <laughs> never had the baby mama drama. But and I don't know what the situation is between him and that young lady. Um, but let's 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 say okay, Adrian Peterson found I found this news out a month ago. Okay, so he's already in the season. South Dakota's not that far away from Minneapolis. Could he have gone? I don't you know on an off day. Of course he could have. He could have got on the plane, jumped in the car, whatever, whatever. Um, but I'm not going to judge him for that because I don't know how it was presented to him or what kind of relationship they had or anything like that. Um, like D said, playing might have been therapeutic for him. Uh, it may have been therapeutic for him in the sense of how he dealt with it. Um, I think it would be very, like B mentioned, you know, unfortunately his mother passing away. That's, I, I mean, I remember Brett Favre a few years ago, and after his dad passed away, he played when I played probably one of the best games he's ever played. I couldn't do it. And, you know, I've been fortunate enough not to lose my parents as of yet, you know, so I couldn't do it. I commend anybody that does. Um, I don't necessarily I don't pass judgment on Adrian Peterson for um, playing, but I guess the question would be, and we'll never know. And thank God we won't. But you know, had it been the, the four-year-old son that he has a, a, a maybe a little bit deeper connection with, had a chance to bond with, and you know, he's played with him and took pictures with him and loved him and he spent time with him and he lived with him. Had that happened to him, it would have been you may not have seen Adrian Peterson on that field. That's my take on it. I don't. But I don't. Again, I don't. Um, I don't begrudge him for playing because everybody deals with death uh, differently. You'll have some people that lose a loved one and they're, you know, falling out in the church, and other people, you know, very stoic and they don't shed a tear. And you know, and the rest of the world's trying to figure out why they're not grieving. Everybody grieves differently. So um, I'm glad he's. Hopefully, he can get through this. I, just, I don't think that that's something you'll ever get over because at the end of the day, that little man was his. You know, whether or not he had his name or anything like that, or if he ever cut a check or anything, um, you know, that's his child. So he'll he'll have to deal with that. And the monster who killed him is going to get dealt with in his own way um, by the legal system and by you know the hood justice. Um, you're listening live to Dead End Sports. You're listening live to Dead End Sports. I am your host, Twelve Kyle. Got my man Beezy, my man Cannon, my man FIFA on the line with me, and we're talking sports. We know sports. Rarely do we agree. Uh, right now, it's time to jump into some fantasy football talk. Uh, always an exciting and funny part of the show. Uh, B, what you got from the fantasy football, man? Oh, man. Fantasy football this week has been at least bad on my freaking end. Out of the five leagues I'm in, I only won in one of them. But the league I didn't win in, uh, guy, uh, uh, he's a big fan of the show. We've been chatting for a minute since we probably, since I started that hip hop. Uh, goes by the name of Slave to the Beat. He's a producer. Makes some dope music. Check out his music. Um, okay. And me, he's been talking. He's been talking so much shit. So much shit. And he's like, I think he's like number two or number one in the league right now. You know. Before I face him, so I went against him. I'm like, oh, I'm playing you this week. I tweeted him like, oh, I'm playing you this week. He like, yeah, man, you gonna lose, motherfucker. You gonna lose. I said, okay. So ever since after Tuesday, after the Monday Night Football game, and I won, I beat him like 204 and like 186. I, I've been hitting him up on Twitter all like yesterday and today, and he has not replied back to me yet. <laughs> like everybody, 
it's funny because all the other producers that's in the league with us, they've been like laughing, like, yo, man, you know, I'm like, so I said to him today, I'm like, are we friends now, man, since you don't play me this week and stuff? So it's just funny. I'm glad I got my win against him out of all people. But the other league, Dead Hip Hop League, oh, I, I lost that one by like a nail biter. And um, people, goons, people, man, what's up with your goons, man? <laughs> you call out people goons every week. People, what's up with them goons, man? Look at them niggas suck. That's what's up. <laughs> that's, that's what's going on. I mean, and then you know, Ken, Ken, Ken's like right behind me uh, on the, in the one of the um, Daddy Hip Hop leagues. He's like, I think he's three and three. He's like number seven. I'm right number six. So Ken's trying to creep up. He's trying to do a little bit of creeping up, but he had like a little sad face on Sunday when um, he found out uh, Deshaun Jackson. I think had well, he had two touchdowns or something like that. You know what? Surprisingly, B, I, I think I won that game. Or I don't even think I was playing him. Okay. Um, but Kyle, Kyle, Kyle. Man, man, oh man. It, it, it's it's been a rough stretch, man, and it's just a weird fantasy season. But you know what, though, I think when I woke up this morning, I was like, you know, win or lose, I, I don't, I, I didn't feel any kind of way. I was like, you know what, I'm okay. done. I'm, I'm checking out. <laughs> I'm checking out, man, because <laughs> it sounds like it, 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 it's hard to manage. Now, I still think I'm going to win the league, oh, you know, man. but I, I think my investment, I gotta, I gotta pull that back because. Some of these things I really can't manage. And this is the second week in a row that a running back scored a touchdown early and then they go out of the game in the second half. And they look like they're about to have a great game and I end up losing that game. Me and James Jones, we just can't get on the right page. I, I benched him last week. He goes off. And ultimately, if he would have played, if I would have played him, I would have won that game. So I put him in the starting lineup and then he gets hurt. And, then, and so I end up losing again. So I, I'm, I I feel like just dropping this bitch ass, but um, <laughs> and that'll be the week that he explodes. You know, I just don't want to feel like I don't feel like dealing with this. You know, it's like dating a girl where you go to her house and you just don't know who you're gonna get that day. You know, and that's, that's how I kind of <laughs> oh feel, man. Uh, get from that day. <laughs> yeah, it's like you oh walk in, God. she may have an attitude, she may be happy, and you just you just like, man, I don't know, man. And um, but yeah, so I, I, I'm hanging in there a little bit, you know. I, I think we're gonna get hot, like the Texans. I think we just, I think I lost three games straight if in you one league. Texans, and I ain't worried about you then. I, I, I ain't worried about you taking my. No, nah, we, we're not. We, we're, we're not the Texans. We're just, we just hit a bump, a bump in the road, B, because my teams are still really solid. We just gotta get healthy, and once we get healthy, it's a wrap. I was kind of pissing myself. Well, not really pissed because I still I won, but the, the one league that I won in, I had Vernon Davis on the bench because he kind of been like kind of not really performing that well, but he balled out this past weekend. I had him on the bench, but I still won though. But if I'd have had him in, oh, I'd have probably bust up like about two fifty on him. And oh, Calvin man. Johnson, oh, he, I, you know what? As soon as I saw him in that commercial with Diddy. I should have you know, known <laughs> never to grab <laughs> Take that, take that, you take that. I still, I still that understand boy. that commercial, man. I remember when I first seen it, I was like, why is Diddy in this commercial? Like, but, you know. Hey, why are we oh. calling him Diddy? Let's call him by his real name, Puffy. I never call him Diddy. Oh. I call him Puff. I mean, he'll never oh, be I'm... Diddy to me. he always be Puff. <laughs> Yo, uh, B. B. Since, since you always like to call out FIFO's goons, FIFO's goons got something to say, man. We got something to say. 
Okay. Like I said, man, my team sucks, but you only three and three in that league, though. I'm two hey. and four, so I'm not too far behind. But but hey, but peep this, but peep this though. My number one scoring person on my roster was Colin Kaepernick. He got me twenty one points, right? All right, okay. that's about decent. That's okay. Do you know who my second leading scoring uh, person was on my team? Who? My defense with twelve and a half. Who is wow. your defense? Cincinnati. You see what I'm saying? Wow. Okay. I had no other player score me better than 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 eight points, man. That's what happens when you don't show up to the draft, man. That's what happens when you don't show up to the draft. Hey, you know what? <laughs> and I because I was on vacation, and I will not trade that for anything, boy. It was. Beautiful. I know you won't. It I know you won't. I know you won't. But hey, that's what happens, man. When you miss a draft, hey. your computer. You got to be there for the draft. I, they gave you like an A. They gave you like an A minus. I think. Didn't they give him like an A minus, uh, Ken? I remember they gave him like an A minus. Yeah. Man, I yeah, was like, they do. Man, the goon. Oh, man, man, I got I got young goons. That's a problem. My goons are young. They not experienced, man. Man, you need to do something about some goons, man. I think B is calling out people's goons like for the last three weeks. Every week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every time he treated you like that. The goons they had the second lowest point total this week, man. Like, I'm like, damn goons, man. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. And it's not like I left anything on the bench. My, my, the, the highest dude on the bench got me ten. Yep, that's crazy. That's what you call a bad thing. Sometimes it just ain't your year, man. Like I, I understand. Right. Like sometimes it's just not your year. You just be like, man, I can't get nothing right this year. Yep, yep. You but are listed alive. Like said, I didn't draft. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was just saying I, again, B. I didn't draft, so that you know, it, 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 it's two sides to this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You are listening live to Dead End Sports. Once again, I'm your host, 12 Kyle. This is Dead End Sports. Make sure you check out the website, deadendsports.com. Make sure you hit us up on Twitter, at Dead End Sports. Follow the show. Follow the fellas. We are we know sports. We we rarely do we agree. Uh, we're agreeing a little bit tonight, so that's that's a good thing. <laughs> uh, let's move on to right now. This is uh, another good part of the show that I like. Um, uh, throw it over my man FIFO. Um, this is the segment we call at the end of the day. So, uh, what you got for that, FIFO? At the end of the day. At the end of the day. At the end of the day. You have to play some defense. You have to play some defense. This is not an era of football where a stellar defense is required, but a certain level of defense must be played. You must have a pass rush. Mm-hmm. You must be able to keep um, these wide receivers in front of you and make plays. That's about it. Linebackers, they're not taking high in the draft anymore. There's a reason for that. Right. There's a reason for that. You see, DN, D linemen, you know what I'm saying? DBs aren't even taking that high anymore. They're in the mid. We're seeing quarterbacks, wide receivers. You know, defensive end, old linemen. So, as a defense, you need one. You need a pretty good coach, too. But at the end of the day, if you've got that quarterback, it really don't matter. (laughs) (laughs) So, play defense, but have yourself a great quarterback. Yep. That's, That's the recipe. 
Play okay. There it is. There it is. Hey, man, no man free for at the end of the day. I'm sorry, what'd you say? I said, how many years did Peyton Manning get away with it? <sighs> Man, for a lot of years. I mean, he, he's, and right now, he's he's sitting on top of the world. I mean, he's got to close out the deal, you know, come playoff time, but can't argue what he's done doing thus far. Now it's time for uh, another part of the show, one of my favorite parts of the show, man. My man, Beasley, we're going to bring him on, and uh, we call this segment, uh, What Up, Though? So, Beasley, why don't you tell the people what's up, though? Oh man, what up though? Another another uh list of the what up though victims that's going on for this weekend sports. I can't wait till we get into basketball too. I I, I don't know basketball and football. This, gonna, this list is gonna be so long. Yeah, but, um, so <laughs> we might need to give you like a twenty minute segment. Right, it, right. Uh, my what up though list first goes to Eli Manning. You know he loves throwing to the other team. I don't know if he got a secret contract with other teams when he played them, but again, you know uh, throwing three ints. Giants go down 0-6. So, Eli Manning, what up, though? You're supposed to be so-called elite. I think Kyle had you in elite, as an elite quarterback. I don't know. I don't know about that. We might uh, have to get that. I did. <laughs> but, um, I another did. What up, I another what up, though, goes to uh, uh, Terrell Pryor. Uh, had a had a good week last week beating the Chargers, and now this week he was, he was getting happy throwing to other teams with three NIT. Three INT and getting sacked ten times. So, a what up, though, to the, off, the Raiders offensive line for allowing that to happen ten times. But, it goes back to people's point that that Kansas City Chiefs defense is the real deal. All them LSU Tigers, man, they, they ain't playing. Mm-hmm. Um, also, mm-hmm. another one, uh, Ray Rice. Oh, this this dude. I remember he was yeah, yeah. like a fantasy football stud, he was a fantasy you know, stud, years yeah. ago. And dude only had 34 rushing yards, man. Like, what up though, Ray Rice? He used to be like a top three pick easily in fantasy football. But where you at? Another one. This is another one that used to be a stud. Chris Johnson. What up, though? 33 yards. What's up? Wow. You're supposed to be, you rushed for 2,000 yards a couple years ago. You're supposed to be the fastest man in football, and you up here rushing 33 yards. So, you don't know if it's the whole line Is the quarterback not for real? Is the team stacking up on you or what? So, what up, though? Also, another what up, though, too. One of He started off hot. Went from top 10 to not missing at all. And Quan Bowden, man, only 28 reception yards, man. And he's on my fantasy squad, so I'm pissed. I'm pissed at Anquan Bowden. Get your shit together, Anquan Bowden. Um, another one up, though, goes to uh, Dez Bryant. Didn't really have a big fantasy football week or just a week in general. Only had 36 uh, reception yards. That's about 3.5 fantasy points. So you getting 3.5 fantasy points from Dez Bryant, you kind of pissed. Um, another one, this dude, he was high on the draft board this year. Trent Richardson, uh, you know, you got a quarterback over there. What's up, man? You only gave me four, four points. Um, four fantasy points, man. Only 40 rushing yards. I don't know if he's not getting to the swing of the offense or what. He needs to get together. I mean, your, your ass going to be on the what up though list every week. Um, oh, and I talked about him earlier. Uh, yeah, people going. Yeah, only 65 fantasy points for the team. <laughs> we talked about it already. But but you know what? We're going to turn this around and he's going to say what up to my own damn fantasy team. Only, only five leagues I'm in. I only got one win. So what up though to my damn fantasy team? Here I'm talking about somebody wow. else's fantasy team. And Yo, what up? What you say? What up? No, go ahead, B. I'm sorry. Oh, and um, last but not least, got to say what up, though, to Stanford. You know, losing to an unranked squad, number five in the country, losing to an unranked squad. And it's not like you, it's not like it's the SEC, it's a Pac-10. So it makes me think, it's, was Stanford really for real from the get-go? So that's my what up, though, list for this week. You know, you better watch it. You better hope you guys play. You better hope you play right. Or you better hope your fantasy team play right. If they don't. They're going to go up on a what-up-bill list. 
B. There it is. What there up? it is. What up, though? My man Beezy coming through with the what up, though. Now it's time to uh, turn it to my man Ken. Uh, this is the the part of the segment we call Field Vision. Ken, what you got on the Field Vision? Well, well, FIFO had a question for B real quick. I'm sorry, yes, what, I what did. about Amendola? He didn't make the what up though list. Well, you know he got it. He got his light ring. <laughs> he got. He got. He got <laughs> yeah, he didn't yeah. come back. He didn't even know where he was at because actually he was having a decent game because um, Tom Brady was going to him a lot. So I think if he, he would have stayed in the game, he probably would have had some decent numbers. But he got his bell ring and he he got up and didn't even know where he was walking to. So, it's exactly. warm, Blake ass. Yeah, he got he got up. And remember that scene in Rush Hour where where Chris Rock got I mean uh yeah uh, uh, Chris Tucker got kicked and he was like which one of y'all kicked me? Which hey, one that's how Amadola was. Yeah. He was like yep. man, which one of y'all? That's how Amadola. He didn't know where he was. Yeah man, he got his lights rang. I mean lights out. Damn, it was crazy. Oh man, oh man, oh man. You know yeah, what? I, what you got, Ken? You know what, I, I I thought this was what B was talking about earlier, but it, it was about the Texans, and they were just pathetic. There's, there's no way around it, but this Patriots-Saints game, man, oh, man, as everybody know, if you've checked the rankings on the website, I, I, I ranked the Saints pretty high. And you know what I was looking like? I knew what the hell I was talking about. Because they had this game 27-23. They stopped Brady twice. But for whatever reason, they decided to give him a third opportunity to win the game in under two minutes because they could not manifest one simple first down. And I got to tell you, I, I think Peyton, for once, played a little bit scared. And that pass he threw to Colston where Colston dropped. Look, if you're going to attempt the pass play, do something that would keep the clock running. And give it to somebody that can make people miss. What's wrong with calling a screen? You could call a screen right there and, and probably pick up a first down. But at least if you, you if you if he's tackled, the clock's running because you know what? He could have used that extra timeout that he gave that he gave uh, Brady because he decided to throw it and he didn't make it. You know what I'm saying? And and and, and on top of that, I know Jimmy Graham's leg was hurting, but. I think even he thought it was open because you know what? I think they could have used him on that play. He limping his big ass into the down into the locker room with the two minutes left in the quarter. What, what is that? You stay on the court. All you need to do is catch seven, eight yards. Game's over. That's all he has to do. But on top of that, you let an Edelman run down the middle of the field. And, and it's as simple. It's, it's almost like a slanted. He's just running down. He's just cutting towards the middle. And he's just catching the ball. Like, what a con, man. So I was right. The Saints, up until that point, they are an elite team. I do feel that way. I think they just really totally screwed that game up, and they made Brady look like that dude. Yeah. They yeah. made him look like that dude Brady. because he wasn't that dude, man. He wasn't that dude yeah, for two possessions. The game, he, he Brady was like struggling. Yeah, but he made that throw. Yeah. But he made that he, throw. That's the throw Tony Romo don't make. That's bro, the did you not see Romo the? Did you not make. see the? Wait, 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 hold, 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 hold on, FIFO. I'm I'll give you that. He no, hold on, time out, time out. He made the throw, but how did he make the throw? Peyton and Breeze. What the? Why is Breeze trying to run a, a rollout? Why is he trying to do that? 
Look, we're not, we not talking about Breeze. You talking about, we talking about Brady right now. We talking we're talking about, about exactly. We're talking about Brady, who prior to that prior to that play looked like total crap. And you, you got to get it off, people. Let me pause you right there, right? And Tony Romo before that last play looked like he was the best quarterback in the league, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, wait, 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 hold on, hold on. This is why football is football because every inch, every yard is crucial. And it doesn't matter what you've done in the game, but when they need you, can you step up? That's and he what football did. is. And that's what Tom Brady is. And that's why Tom Brady is who he is. And that's why Tony Romo has not won a playoff game. No, 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 no. Yeah, no, yeah, no, no, whatever, no. man. What I'm talking about, I'm looking at the sequence of events. <laughs> oh, 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 if Tom Brady was so good, he would have he would have got a first down on the first when when all the down receivers were dropping the ball. Come on, Ken, Ken, Ken. Ken How about Ken. he had three people? Wait a second, I think you missing something, homie. He had three shots, dog. Three shots. It don't matter. Three. It don't matter. It doesn't matter. That doesn't it's, matter, Ken. Yes, it does. It does matter. No, 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 no. Tony Romo yeah. had 500 yards and five touchdowns, and the one interception cost them the game. It does not matter, Ken. And Tony Romo is the reason why they even had a shot at winning that game, because if Tony Romo don't put up 500 and five touchdowns, they're losing by 30. Give okay, Tony Romo his game. props on that, though. It's a team game. And I gave him his props. I give him his props. All right, so why are you penalizing him for throwing an interception? But you're not going to penalize Brady for throwing four incomplete passes? That that if the Saints would have done what they were supposed to do, could have put the game away if they would have put it into the end zone. No, no. At the end of the day, it comes down to the quarterback. What I said, quarterback and a straight defense. That's what the Patriots have. And and. In the last play, when you need a play, you can count on Tom Brady. It doesn't matter what he did for three and a half, four quarters. On that last drive, he gave you what you needed, and that's what you paid for. He that's needed he three needed. shots to do it, FIFO. It that's matter. what I'm saying. I think it does matter. Oh, I think it does matter because he had a shot to win the game early, and he went Four and out, not three and out. You're great. Oh, great Tom Brady. He's going to come through when you need That's him. He didn't come through then. That's the game. That's the game. You pay Tom Brady to win championships, man. He's like True. Phil Jackson. You have this, that, and the third, but I'm going to make it work. Just give me that chance. Damn, man, I fucked up. Give me that next chance. But he got you there. He, got, he didn't turn the ball over. That he has turned the ball over. He threw a pick. Uh, and you, thanks for reminding me, What about that stupid ass interception he threw on the second possession he got that you know gave what? the ball right back to the same? Let me back. ask you this, FIFO. Do you it, did you Tom Brady? Who who's responsible for that win? The Saints or Tom Brady? Did the, do you think the Saints gave that game away? No. Oh. <laughs> oh, that is that is what you lying your ass. You lost in the way in You did pause for a second. Oh man! Well, I, just <laughs> I wish we were like in a studio or something with a camera. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> we have to make that happen. Oh my god! I'm so done. Let's go. Let's move on. 
I can't do that. Oh, uh, that's kids uh, field vision, man. Oh my gosh, that that's funny, classic. Um, right now it's time for the twelve Kyle segment of the show. Uh, I call it top five. I got five on it. Um, so each week I'm going to give you a different top five. Last week we talked about uh, I think we did top five quarterbacks in the NFL. That was last week. Um, this week I'm I'm, I'm gonna flip it up on you guys a little bit. I'm gonna take it to the NBA. Take it to the NBA. Here is my top five point guards in the NBA right now. So get your pen and pad. Top five in order. point guards in the NBA right now. Okay. In order. And I'm gonna start. Yeah, man. I'm gonna put them in order. Start okay. with number five. Oh. I got Darren Williams. From uh, the Brooklyn Nets. Number four. Uh, Tony Parker. San Antonio Spurs. Okay. Um, Number three. Assuming that he's healthy. Russell Westbrook. OKC. And the the next two were kind of hard to pick. I, I was going back and forth. Going back and forth. Going back and forth. Assuming that he's healthy. Number two, I'm going to go with Derrick Rose, Chicago Bulls. I know that's blasphemy, but I'm going to go with Rose. And the number one point guard, my top five, Chris Paul, L.A. Clippers. So I'm reading again. <laughs> D. Will, Parker, Westbrook, Rose. And I know I'm going to catch some flag for not making Rose. Assuming that Rose is healthy. We haven't seen I mean, I, I think before you said you've seen him play in a preseason yeah, game. No, no, he, um, but we yeah, haven't seen him against yeah. live bullets. But assuming that he's healthy, D Rose and then CP3 number one. Anybody got any any objectives? Yes. <laughs> yes. I have one. I have one. Go ahead. I shoot. really respect the list, Kyle. I really respect the list. I don't agree with him. I don't agree okay. with him. Okay. The person I replaced there, you gotta either give me Rondo if Rondo. healthy, or you gotta give me Kyrie Irving if Kyrie Irving. One of them two. The odds, not Darren. Not Darren. Damn. You know what, FIFO, man? God, I forgot about Kyrie. I, I don't want to say I forgot about him, but you know what? He kind of gets lost in the shuffle a little bit because he's in Cleveland, but he is a baller. Darren Williams is, I mean, excuse Kyrie me, Kyrie Irving is a Dave. baller. I've been telling people, I've been telling no. people about Kyrie Irving because yep. I've seen him yeah. He didn't, yeah. he didn't want to listen to me. I was like, dude. I was like, see, I said I had to see it. I know. I was like, dude. And I was telling you, I was like, man, he plays like the game is so easy for him, man. And I was like, when he, when he got drafted, I was like, I was like, they, they did right. They was like, oh, he only played ten games in Duke. I'm like, no, right. Trust me, this dude, he plays like the game comes to him so easily, man. And and that's now people believer. He believes me now. He finally believes me after. At the scene, I, I, I like your list, Kyle. I mean, I think I like, me personally. I okay, so, so, so shout out to FIFO for, so I'm scratching Darren Williams off and I'm putting Kyrie in five. <laughs> so I'm going to go Kyrie, like Tony it. Parker, Russell Westbrook, and somebody's healthy. Uh, D, and I, and I, I'm going to be honest, man, I was really kind of torn between D Rose and CP3 at, at the, between that number one and number two spot because I love D Rose's game. What about Rondo, though? Rondo, I think Rondo has, like, probably the highest... You know what, man? I'm going to be honest, B. I have a... 
I have a bias against Rondo. I, I really, and I'm, and I'm a, I'm not even gonna say I'm a, I'm a, I like the way Rondo play plays the game the right way. Um, I just, I can't stand. I've always hated Boston, so I try not to be biased. I but I, I really want to see yeah. what Rondo does now that he doesn't have, you know, KG and Paul Pierce and um, you know those guys to throw it to. Um, and, and, and or Ray Allen, and that doesn't mean that he still won't be able to, you know, dominate the ball the way that he has over the last couple of years. Um, you know, hopefully he's coming back from that injury as well. And assuming he's healthy, I mean, he could definitely be in the. And me and my buddies, we get in this discussion, this argument all the time about where Rondo fits. One of my boys said if he would put Rondo in the top three. I can't put Rondo in my top three, but I mean, if somebody said that they, you know, if they put Rondo there. I, it's hard to argue yeah, not being got he got a, he got a high ass point guard efficiency though. I mean it's, it's, yeah, he does. it's up there. Yeah. I wanna say is I, I wanna say he has the number one point guard efficiency, like when he was healthy. Like when he was playing and healthy. My only gripe about him is that he just never worked on his jump shot. I was like, man, if Rondo right. just get him a consistent like fifteen, sixteen, seventeen foot jumper, it's a wrap. And then work on his free throw and work on his free throws, it's a wrap. He he he'd be he'd be the complete point guard because his efficiency is up there every time. Like higher than CP3s, and you know how high I am on CP3. I love CP3, so but yeah, Rondo, his efficiency man is is high. So before we move off this list, anybody anybody have any issue with Paul being one over D over a healthy D Rose? I don't. No, I don't. Okay. You, okay. You know what? I want to make sure I, I wasn't stretching with that one. I can make the argument for D Rose, but I respect mm-hmm. CP3. Yeah, like, right. like, I, like you know, it could go either way for me. But me personally, when I 100% D Rose, I think he's the best point guard in the league. That's me. Okay. And me and B be going back and forth on this too. I Man, I'm, I'm really even just thinking about that when I when I, I was thinking today about coming up with a top five. Um, just made me really look forward to uh, talking basketball too, man. Basketball is right around. And, and, and folks, I know we talk football, we talk a lot of college and, and NFL as well. Uh, trust and believe, uh, we're gonna be talking more NBA, especially as the season tips off uh, here. In the season should be tipping off in another two and a half, almost three weeks from now. So, uh, my basketball fans, hey, don't don't fret. We, we're definitely gonna be talking NBA as well. Uh, you are listening live to Dead End Sports. Dead in Sports. I am your host, Twelve Kyle, and this is Dead in Sports. Make sure that you tell a friend and tell a friend about the show. We're on the air every Tuesday night at 9:30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. In the event you cannot listen to the show live or you miss any parts of the show, make sure to check out the archives at Dead in Sports. Excuse me, at BlogTalkRadio.com backslash Dead in Sports backslash Dead in Sports. Um, so now let's move on to we got about. We got about 12 minutes left. We can jump into our power rankings. Um, as you guys know, if you check out the website deadinsports.com, each week we uh, produce a top 32 power listings, power rankings with the uh, with the NFL teams. Um, so I'll start with you first. B, uh, we can go over your top 10 uh, and and uh, give us your top 10 and, and, and tell us about you know whatever team that you think is the hot team right now. Hold on. Give me go to go to uh Ken right there. I'm pulling mine up. So I can't remember. Okay. Well, I I'm, actually, I got mine pulled up here. I, if Ken, okay. Ken, do you have yours or you want me to? Go yeah, you can go ahead. Yeah. Um, my I've got my my power power rankings over the, from week six. I've got the Lions in at number ten, Bengals at nine, Bears at eight, 
Uh, the 49ers at 7. The Colts fall from 2 to 6. Uh, the Saints fall from uh, 3 to 5. Uh, Seahawks are at, at 4. Patriots moved up from 6 to 3 because I gave them a little props for beating the Saints. Um, and then I've got the Chiefs at number 2 and the Broncos at number 1. Um, the team that I, I actually got, you know, I, I'm, I'm not hating on anymore. The team that I actually have my eye on is Kansas City Chiefs. Again, I said it a little earlier. Um, you know, I'm, I'm going to be interested to see, uh, you know, how they do going forward. You know, now that they've got a little bit of success, you know, can they maintain? Uh, you know, will they be looking ahead uh, past Denver? I think, you know, for as well as Manning has played, I think, you know, uh, what's the kid, the, the receiver from Jacksonville, Justin Blackman, torched him. Um, he almost had 200 yards receiving uh, this past weekend. Um so, you know, for and, and that was a defense that got Champ Bailey coming back. Now, Von Miller's coming off suspension. He'll be back this week. So, Denver still, I, and I try not to hate on Denver. I just, I need to see it more. I see, I need to, they're not dominant. They, this Denver team, the more and more I see them, they remind me more and more of the 18-1 Patriots. And, you know, all it takes is just one game. So we'll see. I, and don't get me wrong, I enjoy watching Peyton Manning play, but um, I'm not penciling them in. I mean, could they make it to the Super Bowl? Of course they could. Um, but I've seen this movie play out before. <laughs> so that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> what, what you got, kid? Um, well, for one, I think you have the Patriots ranked too high, but that's another okay. uh, story. Uh um, my top ten, um, I have, of course, I still have the Broncos there. I didn't penalize the Saints for their loss um, okay. because, I, look, it, it took a, it took three shots from Brady. It took three bad possessions for for for, for um, Peyton to make it happen, and um, I don't think they'll make that mistake again. Um, Jimmy Graham had no catches, and they damn near won that game. So. You know, Brady made a hell of a throw, and Kim mm-hmm. Braille Tompkins made a hell of a catch, so you got to give uh, props to them for that. But it, it, t- it took it all, man, and the Saints um, took that one out. So I didn't penalize them for that loss. I, I feel like they still should technically be 6-0. Uh, the Colts was a bit of a struggle, even though they lost to the Chargers, but I don't think the Chargers is as bad as people think they are. Um, so and I think um, so. I didn't really drop them for their loss either. Um, yeah, I know the Saints, the Seahawks won, and they're five and one, and the Forty Niners won. But uh, Kaepernick still, he still doesn't look good to me. So I still got Seahawks four, Forty Niners five, uh, Bengals six. Uh, they didn't move any tough, tough OT win. So that was a lot of mental toughness for me. Um, I'm still not too too high on the Chiefs. Uh, even though they're six and zero, the mm-hmm. offense and lack of offense concerns me. The defense is getting better, and pretty soon they'll be a very confident group. And I think if you go to Arrowhead, it will be tough to play. And as long as Alex Smith right. don't make any mistakes, they'll win. But that offense concerns me a bit. So, um, so I still have them at seven. They moved up a spot. The Cowboys. Um, Murray not having him may be a problem, but they're at eight. The Lions are at nine. Um, they scare me every every Sunday. <laughs> I've been high on them every week. I mean, since the season starts. So, um, but you know they're four and two, and they're leading the division, and they look a little bit better than anybody else in that league. 
Um, and I got the Patriots at, at 10. Um, they they played the Saints toe-to-toe, and I had them ranked second, so I think they deserve – they moved up three spots for me. Okay. But that's it. What you got, B? Man, I can't believe you ranked my uh, Lions under the Bears, and we and we beat the Bears. You know, have <laughs> the Bears no, I have the, no, no. I'm talking, Who, about, me? I'm talking about Kyle. I'm talking oh. about Kyle. He, he ranked my he ranked the Lions lower than the Bears, and well, you know what? Beat the Bears. I, I, I saw that beat, but the problem was was that the Bears kind of the, the Bears bounced. They got back on the winning track, and I'm I'm just not a believer in the Lions. I'm not. <laughs> I don't oh, hate them, but. But I, I mean, to be Cleveland, I, I, you know, I mean, I, I think me and you could be Cleveland. We, you know, we could have couple. can't be all also a coordinator. Yeah, we could be Cleveland. Oh, Lord. But my top ten, I got Broncos at one. Um, I got Seahawks at two. I got uh, Patriots at three. Saints at four. The only reason why I just got them, Patriots over the Saints, because they beat them. But then I got Chiefs at five. Um, I got the Colts at six. And... Yeah, I, I can't remember where I had them last week. I think they was my third. I think they was my number three last week. Yeah, they, they they was looking terrible against the Chargers. I don't know if they didn't. I don't know if it was the uh, the jet lag or something going west coast. I don't know what it was. The coast didn't right. look good, but um, I still got they still for real though. Um, I got Forty Nineers number seven. Um, I got the Cincinnati Bengals number eight, which is that's who my Lions play at home this weekend as the Bengals. So hopefully we can get a, a win against them. Two four and two teams going up against each other. I got Lions at nine, and I got the Bears at ten. Um, I was kind of going back and forth between the Bears and Packers, which, you know, who I had to put at 10, at, you know. So I just put it at Bears. I was like, well, heck, that defense was more for real, so that was the only reason why I picked and put the Bears over the Packers. But it could switch. Packers could move up. Um, Packers right. was looking they, – they didn't really look really all high and mighty against Baltimore. I don't know, you know, I don't know if the offense couldn't get clicking or, or it was Baltimore defense or what. The Packers didn't look too, like, dominant, so – Mm-hmm. That's why I think that's why I kept them out my top team. Okay. What did you what did you have for your power rankings, B? Uh I'm sorry, FIFO. Um, for me, I'm gonna start at ten. Um I I, I gave that to Green Bay. Um okay. <clears throat> I know that they lost two weapons, but uh I think they'll be all right. I think they'll be all right. They still got Jordy. You know, still got mm-hmm. um you know, Eddie, Le- Eddie Lacy is coming along. James Starks is showing some life. So, I-, I think they'll be fine. Um, at number nine, I got the 49ers. Um, you know, I'm I still a believer. And when you have a physical defense, you're always going to be in the league. You, know, yep. you're always gonna, you should true. be a top ten team. Right. You just got to be decent on offense. That defense will carry you. And hopefully when they start clicking... You know, or, you know, these rumors of maybe a, a hockey mix trade. You know, right. maybe that can spice things up. So, you know, I, I, I like the 49ers at nine. Uh, number eight, I got the Patriots. You know, um, big win for them. That's why you paid Brady the big bucks. You know, that's, why he got, that's why he got the jewelry, you know what I'm saying? Um, number six, I got the Bengals. I really think that... I really think that the Bengals are in a Houston Texans situation. The team is very stout, and the weak link is the quarterback. And not because he's a bum, just because he's not elite. And he's not even that much above average. So so that team is never going to be able to explode the way it should. And um, I, I see that scenario playing out again. I don't see Andy Dalton, Dalton 
I think this is close to his ceiling, and I think then he's gonna have a decline because he can't jump, he can't get over the hump, just like Shaw, just like Shaw. And, uh, <laughs> got a four minutes. Okay, I got you. And if All I'm right. the Bengals, um, I am definitely, definitely drafting a quarterback. The Seahawks, enough said. The Colts, I got them at four because they beat the 49ers and the Seahawks. Number right. three, I got the Saints. Ken was right. Yeah. Drew Brees is for real. Uh, number two, I got the Chiefs. And the only reason they're number two is because Peyton Manning's number one. At the end of the day, he need a QB, and he's the best one in the league. Okay, okay. As I uh, look at the time here, it looks like we got about three minutes left, so let's go into our uh, closing statements. I'll start with you first, Ken. What you got to close out the show? Um, I think things are really going to pick up from here in the NFL. It's been one of those crazy, crazy years. So, man, it's it's hard to predict wins. It's hard to predict who's going to do what. And even now, I still, regardless of how great Peyton Manning is playing and the Broncos are playing, I still don't know who's going to win the damn Super Bowl. So, um, but, yeah, that's it, man. It's just another crazy week in the NFL. And um, that's pretty much all I have. Um, my condolences go out to Adrian Peterson. Um, on his loss, and um, you know, uh, hopefully things will look up for him. You know, as as things move forward in the future, and, and that's it, man. Definitely, definitely. What about you, FIFO? Um, you know, I, I want to take back that line I said about Adrian Peterson. I did not know the time frame as to when he found out he was the father. I assumed he knew the whole two years. That's why I made that. So I take that back. I'm a bigger man than that. I was wrong. Okay. What about you, B? What, what do you have for your uh, final statement? Man, the fucking Detroit Tigers going to let David Ortiz <laughs> hit a grand slam. We was up five to zip in the eighth inning, and we pitched to him. I don't understand why we pitched to him. We could have walked him. The score, we could have walked him with the base loader. We would have went up five two, and we could have struck out the uh, next the next um, batter, and it would have been a wrap. We let him come back, and then we let them win the night, and now they're up two games to one in the series. So I'm freaking pissed at my damn Tigers, man. That's my final thought. <laughs> well, my final thought, I'm going to keep it with baseball, man. Go to go to Twitter and check out FIFO's uh, avatar. He, he has a picture of Yasiel Puig. Uh, under fire, man, for what he did last night. Baseball, get a grip, man. I mean, the kid is having fun, mm-hmm. flipping his bat, mm-hmm. showing exuberance, showing enthusiasm for the game. I mean, how many times do you get a chance to get a base hit in a, in a playoff game? Just baseball needs to loosen up, loosen up, man. Get crunk a little bit. Enjoy the game. It's, it's too stiff. That's why you. That's why you're getting killed in ratings when it comes to football and basketball. It's a show. It's entertainment. Always remember that. That's it for this week, folks. We're out of here. Dead end sports. College back in the next week, 9:30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Peace.